Hey, welcome back to Two to Tango. Please don't yell at them. <laughs> We're back after a very long hiatus. Many things have happened since then, and in along the way, we kind of got a little lazy. A little bit. We we had some excuses before on why we weren't recording, but at the end of the day, we're back. We're gonna make some stuff. It's gonna be exciting. Quarantine, because I mean, we're not really <laughs> doing much. Even for those who may be listening to this in the future, we're currently in the present as record as of recording this in some weird times where everyone is indoors and there's a huge pandemic. Well, everyone's and- supposed to be indoors. Yes. Not everybody is indoors. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's true. Not everyone's indoors. The people who are outdoors are hopefully uh, going to live or die. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, welcome back to Two to Tango. It's Justin. And I'm Victoria. And we're coming back at you with some sick shit. You sound like you're about to start like a rap career here, dude. Lay it down. I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe, but I have absolutely zero freestyling skills. Um <laughs> But why don't we just start off with, like, what's new? What's been up? What's been going on with us? Uh, I've been in school forever. Uh, and by forever, I mean two semesters. Um, that's honestly the main thing that I've been doing. I haven't doing... I, I haven't, haven't doing? I haven't doing much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't been doing much other than that and working. But, uh, yeah. I missed cooking. You missed cooking, cooking. Cooking was fun. Like, for mm-hmm. these past couple of weeks that we've been oh, home yeah i yeah, enjoyed yeah, cooking yeah. well what do you what do you do at school right now again i'm in mental health and addictions right mental now. health and addictions that's right just a reminder for anyone who doesn't know out there yes uh, victoria is a very smart person well oh, my thanks. smart girlfriend thanks thanks um so between that time in those two semesters uh i think the last podcast that we had published we had just moved into our apartment and yes. we recorded one episode <laughs> we so, i think we recorded two episodes and i think one of the episodes got fucked up i don't remember what yeah it was. we were on our third i was trying to edit and it was like the day before we were set to release it yeah and then i went back i, I switched windows for some reason and then i went back to the audacity file and it was all gone it wasn't all gone there was like one clip that was left and i was like wait where the fuck is the rest of it? And I tried undoing. I tried refreshing. I was just like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Because this thing was, I think, an hour and a half's worth of, first of all, me editing. And then also us sitting down and, like, recording. Yeah. That was that was sad times. That was, like, the beginning of the end. It's okay. It happened. This time, I'm going to edit it. We're going to be good. There's no there's no going to, there's no My crashes. My fingers are not going to touch it. Nothing's going to happen. But, uh, yeah, since then, we've really settled in in our apartment um we got a bean we're living in oh that's that's to come that's to come no, we got a bean we we live in the uh high park area of toronto now so we're right beside the uh well, wow, the titled <laughs> the titled high park not enough people listen to us i don't think i think it's fine i think it's mostly just people that are friends that's true um and then random people in the u.s yeah i mean fuck those people no. <laughs> no, I'm joking. You guys are our friends. I, guys, I mean, if you guys say hi, you're my friend. If not, then you're just a stranger. Uh, but yeah, no, we, we moved to the High Park area, so we have some beautiful scenery around us. And uh, Not that there has been much beautiful scenery at the moment. It's been winter and cold and like just bare trees. Well, I mean, just around when we first moved, it was really nice. Oh, yeah. It was very hot, too. Um, but, you know, we've really adjusted to living in the downtown area. Um, it's quite a quite a change from living in scarborough i think both of us were used to 
having a car, driving around, just eating fucking jerk chicken poutine and I was pho. used to you having a car and driving me around. Yes, yes. That's, that, I was trying to give you some credit there, but I guess you just fucking threw it away. So. Nope. Uh, yeah, no, we're just used to having all that great Scarborough stuff. What Something do you miss the most? About Scarborough? Out of, out of Scarborough, yes. Uh, tough question. Good question. Uh, the minorities? No. The minorities. Uh, Honestly, High Park area is all old white people. Yes, mad white and mad Russian and like Slavic people. Yeah, a and lot old. Of, they're all a lot of them are really old. But I will say they're pretty nice. They are nice. I haven't really. I have maybe when I first moved here, I think it felt a little weird being like Victoria and I. I feel as a couple because we're both like, minorities. Because we're um, what do you call us? A Mixed, diverse couple, biracial, biracial couple. couple. Is that is that? right biracial couple that sounds weird anyway because we're a biracial couple i feel like just visually speaking we stick out more than most couples um we're n- neither of us are white <laughs> yeah in, in a white neighborhood sorry with that context yeah so, so we don't just stick out because we're just that ugly but. oh i mean i mean hey i am really really ugly so you don't <laughs> you never know um but it, it did feel a little weird when i first moved here just being surrounded by that many white people in scarborough it's like one in a hundred or so yeah i think this past year i've seen more white people than i've ever experienced in my entire life yes not only just with um moving here but also school mm-hmm. my program is like 90 percent white people it's, it's definitely a little odd but i will say i haven't really felt anything negative towards it so i've i've think i've made a pretty comfortable transition I know we've gotten like a couple of stares here and there, but I think we're just starting to notice them a lot less because we're just like, yeah. I I don't even know about like getting stares just because of the simple fact that we live in Toronto, like the most diverse city in the entire world. Mm -hmm. Most people are already kind of used to seeing people of all different races, despite, you know, whatever neighborhood. I I just think that maybe perhaps... Oh, we've gotten stares. From who? Old white ladies at uh, Hannah's. Oh, let them be old. They're and then old that old man who kept on staring oh, at me. Okay, I'm just assuming he was checking you out. It's okay. Old <laughs> people can stare at us all they want. That's ninety percent of the people here. They're gonna die in a couple years. We're living or a long time. This year from COVID. Or this year. I mean, we. I hope that we will live a long time. We never know. Anyways, <laughs> that's what the transition's been like. Not we haven't been racially prosecuted or anything. It's no. just a little bit of a difference when you're moving into a new area. But it's been good. We've been enjoying it. We get our groceries delivered to us like horrible yuppies. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I... I haven't heard someone who's around the age of 25 use yuppies before. I did it. <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> uh, mentally, like, 85. Oh, get um, off my lawn, sir. <laughs> but yeah, no, we get gro- our groceries delivered to us so we don't go to, like, no frills, like some common pleb. Which um, we had to do yesterday because... You have to do that because of the whole COVID thing. But do you want to explain COVID? For... We're slowly getting there. I'm doing the timeline from right, when we right. first moved over to here. You and your chronological order? I'm just catching people up on our lives. Night. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we moved in, blah, 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 prosecution. Prosecution! Uh, and... What have you been doing? I've said that I've been in school and uh, working. Well, I've been on a pretty steady work trend, just... Um, you know, doing the classic nine to five. I've been struggling myself personally with trying to find something to occupy my time other than what I've regularly been into. Um, obviously, you know, playing games, watching TV shows, like the most common denominator thing. Go to the gym. 
going to the gym, that's right. I do go to the gym. Uh, I do try to go at least three times a week, obviously not in these circumstances now, but I've been trying to find a new hobby or something else to occupy my time. And I've been struggling with that a little bit. Um, you tried the violin. I, I did rent a violin and I'm, I did try learning it. Um, I don't think, I don't think I, I, don't think I deserve to say that I tried fully though, because I picked it up probably about 10 times or so and put maybe 10 minutes at a time in it. But my concentration just won't, it won't stay. It won't stick. Take a fucking Vyvanse and do it, dude. I don't know. Maybe I should try something else. But anyways, that's me. I've been trying out some new to- some new hobbies. Nothing has really been sticking. But it, regardless, it hasn't been a bad time. Hmm. Um, since then, uh, fuck it. Let's just skip to fucking bun. <laughs> bean. To bean. Bean the bun bun. Bean bean the bun bun. So Victoria and I recently had a child. It's very furry and very small. Um, Tell them the story of how we got Bean, though. Like, one day you woke up. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, let's just say a week before this happens... Okay, hold on. We're recording this currently on March 28th of 2020. On March, like, 10th. No, 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 no. On March... You're looking at a February calendar right oh, now, Oh, fuck babe. me. Okay. <laughs> on, like, March 15th or something like that. Let's just say March 15th. Let me just check when we brought Bean home. On March 15th, I was up very late. Uh, I had recently started playing Scrabble Go on my phone a lot, and I had been <laughs> pulling, like, almost practically all nighters just playing Scrabble. Look, guys, I know this is what that's like the most boring. That's like the most boring thing you can possibly do in the entire world. But look, I was having a lot of fun playing Scrabble. Got beat on the fourteenth, and I was pretty good at it. So I'm staying up late, very often on many nights playing Scrabble Go, and. As I'm staying up, I had started, you know, my, your mind wanders, right? So I had recently been thinking, you know, we can't get a dog because we're poor losers and we don't make enough money. So, and also I just don't want to dedicate the amount of time it takes to have a dog. And we can't have a cat because... You will die. I will die. I'm For those who don't know, I'm deathly allergic to, to cats. Like Even though they're adorable as shit. I like them. I would like to have a cat, but I can't. So those are like the main pets that most people get for like apartment home dwellings or whatever. We're not, we don't want fish. Well, I don't want a fish. I would be okay with a fish. Victoria. I've had only fish my entire life. My only pets were fish. Right. And you cannot pet a fish. I mean, fish you, are de- you can pet a fish. They're decorative. You'll okay. kill it by petting it, but you can't pet it. I wanted a lizard or a turtle. She wanted like a bearded dragon or something like that or a turtle or a, or a snake. snake. I did not a big fan of the reptiles because they're... Reptiles are creatures. Adorable. I don't think. What do you mean they're creatures? creatures? They're not cool. Okay, no. Actually, Whoa. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me reword that. Hold sorry, on. sorry, 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 sorry. That's wrong. <laughs> reptiles are in fact the coolest pets you can have. Yes. That is that is incorrect, and I correct myself. <laughs> what I meant to say is reptiles aren't affectionate. That's also false. Reptiles are smooth-brained freaks. They're <laughs> cold-blooded, and they don't fucking. They're not soft. Oh, they're soft. They're not furry. I'm not saying I'm a furry, but I like furry things. Justin's a furry. Confirmed. Confirmed. My fursona is... Bean. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyways, so we didn't want... I didn't want reptiles or anything. You clearly have not had a good relationship with any reptiles, I see. I mean, I have a decent one right now with you. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But, uh, yeah, I'd been playing Scrabble Go, and I was like, you know what? We we can't have these pets. We're not sponsored by Scrabble Go, by the way. (laughs) What's the next... Scrabble Go, download it now. What's the next (laughs) best thing that I can get? What we can get? And I was like, okay, maybe hamster. This was like at three o'clock in the morning, by the way. More like four You were o'clock. like, I was completely knocked out. She was knocked out in the bedroom. I was in the living room. 
but uh, I was like, maybe a hamster. And I was thinking, nope. of, I was thinking of it, and I was like, uh, hamsters don't live that long. I know Victoria's gonna be weird about wanting something that lives that short of a lifespan. Yep. So I was like, what else is there that lives a decent amount of time? And I was like, what about a bunny? Bunnies and are adorable. I was thinking in my head, okay, bunnies are cute. Bunnies are soft. And I Googled it, and I found out bunnies live like. 7 to 14 years or some insane amount of time. Very yeah, surprising. like about the same amount as like a small dog. Yeah, it's very shocking. Or like a big dog, actually. Big dogs live less. <laughs> so I was going through the scenarios in my head. What would Victoria say? Would she want one? And I came to the conclusion that she just wouldn't want one. Um, then... He had like a whole argument in his head. I did, I did. So the next morning, you know, obviously I slept. Next morning we woke up. And I think I just asked you right in the middle of the morning, did I? Yeah, I was just waking up and I was like, hey, you didn't come to bed because you f- ended up falling asleep on the couch. Was that what it was? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, hey, you want to go to the bedroom and not fall asleep on the couch? And then I was like, no. And you were like, no, I want a rabbit. And I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah, and then you were like, immediately, like, it was a snap, I remember. You were like, yeah, I was just like, like, no, it'll smell. Yeah. And I was, after doing some research, I found out bunnies only do smell if you don't take care of them. Essentially, like most other animals. Yeah, because every time I go to a person's house where there is a bunny, and whenever, like, I've tried convincing my parents for a pet, they were just like, no, they smell. I'm like, okay, fair, because I have experienced, like, other people's houses where the rabbits smell like you can smell the rabbit and it's not a good smell unfortunately now we just know that was essentially animal abuse yeah not taking proper care of their animals because after doing some research sufficient research i we came to the realization that bunnies are actually really clean animals they clean, clean themselves just about as much as cats do um clean themselves they, more often than we do yeah they don't take baths because they that could kill them but like they lick themselves often um they they're herbivores, so they're not eating meat and stuff. So, oh my god, somebody's screaming inside. Uh, I'm sure, you know what, I know for a fact that they could just hear that because I'm wearing these headphones. That sounds terrifying. Sorry, guys. Yeah, this we is live in up, a horror movie. Isn't this coming off the heels of a horror episode last time? Yeah, probably. All right, anyways, so... Also, we're in the middle of a pandemic, so I don't know what that person is screaming for. Okay. Organ harvesting? Oh my god. Is she getting grabbed? Oh, no, they're still applauding for the um, healthcare workers. That's what it is. Oh, There's okay. just, like, one person who's yelling. Just some context here, guys. We're going to get to the corona stuff soon, the COVID stuff, but there's a virus going on, as we have mentioned, several times. And um, every day at, like, around 7 to, to 8 o'clock, they do this thing where everyone goes on their balconies who lives in apartment complexes. They go out and just cheer and clap their hands to congratulate and to support our healthcare workers who are dying on the front lines dealing with this pandemic like responders and employees and stuff yeah people who are still essential workers oh man wow sounds good should we uh pause recording no just have this in the background that's cool Woo! okay (laughs) thank you um so yeah we 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 just decided to get a rabbit i brought it to victoria and initially she said no but after i got over the smell thing i was like okay cool we're getting a rabbit now yeah i started to convince her a little bit and i remember we went somewhere This was all during the span of a day because we had to go buy something from Canadian Tire. Was it Canadian Tire? No, Shoppers. And then like Dollarama or something. So there's like this shopping complex. It's not a mall. It's like one of those weird mall village looking things where all the Like think Kennedy Commons. Yeah. The ones that are like spread out and shit. Oh, they're still clapping. That one sounds close by. It's probably somebody on uh, one of our balconies. feel like going outside and doing a quick woo 
Hold on, I'll be back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna do add, a woo? I'm gonna add to the woos. Woo woo. I will provide an woo woo from oh, here because it's cold. Add a woo. Add a woo. Do it. Add a woo. Our neighbors were up inside. I said I didn't want to freak them out. Okay. Add a woo. Woo! That was a sharp. It's a that sharp. Sounded like me, wolf dude. Wolf woo. <laughs> oh. Okay. We got the bunny. We did it. And... Hold on, no, oh, okay. that, that's skipping so far ahead. Okay, okay, okay. Anyways, we went to this shopping complex thing that also has like a Dollarama and a PetSmart because we were just like, you know what, since we're considering a pet, let's like just go look at them. I was very heavy on my stance of let's not get a bunny yet, let's do our research and let's buy the bunny in like a week if we decide to actually get one. And then we went to the PetSmart. Apparently PetSmart doesn't sell bunnies anymore unless they're rescues and very select ones do sell them. And the one that did sell was decently far away from us. And we was like, oh, that's unfortunate. And then the associate told us about this. The like, associate, so professional. The associate told us about this like family owned pet store that does actually sell bunnies. And it was like a bus ride away. So we went over to that one. Uh, it was kind of dinky. Dinky. It was in a strip mall, but it was very, like, the bunnies were nice. I wouldn't say it's a strip mall, more like a shit plaza. <laughs> okay, shit plaza, strip mall, same thing. <laughs> Anyways, it was like this older gentleman and his daughter. Um, his daughter is super weird. <laughs> yeah, she was really Mad weird. Mad weird. I hope she doesn't listen to this, but like super weird. She was kind of weird. But there was basically two bunnies in a little uh, cage. It wasn't little. It was like half the size of our table, wasn't it? It was uh, yeah, it was bunny. not a big cage. I would say it's like 90 centimeters by 60. Wow, that was very specific. That, I'm just trying to illustrate how small that is. Yeah, like, just think it, of a fucking rule that's 30 centimeters, right? Just multiply that by three. That's yeah, when we went was. to PetSmart, one thing they specifically said was that they don't like selling bunnies because they don't sell cages big enough for them. And then when we went to this like tiny little pet <laughs> store, they had them in like rat cages. I was like, oh no, There's poor a, bun bunnies. There was only... No. There were two bunnies in one cage, and then there was another lop-eared bunny. Well, I thought Bean was a separated one. No, the lop-eared one was the separated one. Wow, my memory's real bad. Bean and the other black one that didn't want to touch oh, us. Oh, they were together, that's yeah, right. Yeah, they that's were right. together. That's right, okay. And we tried picking up the black one, and the black one wanted not a, nothing to do with us, and Bean just, like, stayed in my arms, and I never let Bean go. I was like, okay, we're getting this bunny rabbit now. Right, <laughs> so the second the guy put Bean in Victoria's arms, not named Bean yet, um, I saw something activate in Victoria's mind. I don't know what it was. I, I looked at Maternal her eyes. Maternal instinct. I looked at her eyes and... They had glossed over. <laughs> I knew I had lost the battle right then and there. I was like, there's no way that we're leaving without this fucking bunny. Bean Not because adorable. I wanted the bunny right away, because Victoria wanted the yes, bunny. Yes, I refused to let go of Bean. Yeah, so. I was carrying Bean around the entire store, and Bean was so, so quiet and, like, very calm. Yeah, Bean was mad chill, just kind of sitting there, not really moving around. You and held the lop-ear bunny, right? I, I held the lop-ear bunny. It was a little more fidgety. Yeah. Um, it was cute, though. It was, like, a caramel color. It was cute, but I will say Bean was definitely the cuter of the options. Um, the cutest. Yeah. Bean um, is a small dwarf bunny, um, white with gray and brown coloring. Mostly gray, not really too brown yet. When Bean was a baby, it was more brownish. When Bean was a baby, it was all gray and white. There was like zero You're brown. You were just colorblind then. What? 
dude. We have old, brownish. We have old pictures of Bean. There's like not a single picture that's any brown in those pictures. There are browns. Am I having a fucking stroke? You're having a stroke. I'll check the Instagram later. Um, <laughs> so the guy, I will say that the the guy who owned the pet shop was pretty good at. I think he knew immediately that Victoria wanted it because he immediately started upselling me and it. It worked. So <laughs> it worked. We did so buy a lot of shit. He took us over to the cages they had and all that kind of stuff. We Just, didn't buy too many extra things though. We did get like a fair amount of food, which we needed clearly because beans like halfway through their hay. Yeah, to skip the details, basically he just gave us a big package of uh, mm-hmm. a, a decent sized cage with a bunch of food and shit inside of it, like a prepackaged. For bean size back then, that cage was actually pretty big. Yeah, so it was like a prepackaged thing. Yeah, yeah, the cage and all the food and shit. And we're like, okay, fuck it. Let's just get the fucking bunny. Uh, there was no way I was going to leave without it because I was like, Victoria, we can't just get this bunny now. And you're like, but I want the bunny. And I was yeah, like, Yeah, I was right. about to cry. So it worked on me. I was like, okay, fuck it. Let's do it. We bought the bunny. We bought the bunny back in an Uber ride. And um, we set it up. And now Bean is happily living in our apartment, a little bun bun, who has now grown quite Oh, large. Bean is so big now. And by so big, it's not like a cat size. Bean has probably like doubled, I'd say, in size. Uh, roughly, roughly. Yeah, we've only had Bean for like, what, two and a half weeks? Something like that. And then I went to a value village. And uh, just by complete luck, I, I picked up a really large um, dog, dog, cage. dog kennel cage thing. And uh, we just basically converted it into a bunny cage. Connected. It was like an, a bunny apartment. It has two it's, levels. and It's the loft. It's the loft. It's the loft. There's like a second floor to the cage. Um, it's good. It's good. And uh, yeah, since then, we've been trying to, we've train, been trying bean. to train Bean to shit in its... Uh, Designated shithole. What do you... What do you call litter that? box litter box yeah <laughs> uh surprisingly bunnies are su- somewhat smart they can learn their names they can learn to come they can learn tricks and as well they can learn to poo in litter boxes bunnies like naturally don't like shitting everywhere but they do like to mark their territory once they hit puberty and when we first got bean bean was way too small to even tell what the gender was um apparently with bunnies uh they don't start showing their like sexual differences until maybe about a month in so we had a uh, intersex queen an agender queen actually really a baby a baby um but uh just just today we were holding bean up and uh, i think we spot some balls yeah we saw some ballies so i think bean may be a boy not 100% sure. We're still referring to Bean as a day. We're waiting for Bean to come up. Balls gotta themselves. drop. Balls <laughs> gotta drop. But uh, yeah, bunnies are surprisingly smart. Bean does know their name at this point. Um, uh, Bean chooses to ignore us, though. Training for a bunny is surprisingly simple. All you do is just put put your bunny in a, a circle, an area, and uh, you just give them a treat every time they come to you when you say Bean. Yeah, it's very easy. Um, but... I would have come to learn is at least our bunny is very stubborn. I think Bean is very smart. It's just when Bean is distracted, they uh, choose to ignore us. Well, regardless, we have a new member of our family for upwards of 10 years. Beanie as long as we take care of Bean properly. So, yeah, that's uh, that's Bean. Now, let's uh, let's move on to COVID? what the current world is facing. <laughs> what's what's going on in, in your thoughts on it? Uh, coronavirus. COVID-19. Actually, How- SARS... COV2 is what I remember the so, actual name to be. So how did this all start, the coronavirus stuff? Uh, somebody ate a bat in Wuhan. Um, 
there are many governments' conspiracies surrounding said event, but basically there was a virus that came about and originated in China, spread across China, and then people started traveling because nobody really gave too much attention to it, and then the world went to shit. <laughs> yeah, so in, in China, or just Asia in general, they have something called wet markets, and wet markets are a place for people to purchase live animal, livestock for, for food, right? Um, what markets, of course, in Asia... Don't will, have much regulation. They don't have much regulation, I'm sure. And, and of course, uh, they do have a wide variety of different kinds of foods. Uh, just to shed some light on, on the whole situation on eating bats and all that shit. Um, and, you know, how North American people are like, oh, you know, that's, that's wrong. You shouldn't eat, you shouldn't eat bats. I did do some research on it, and I'm just paraphrasing, so do forgive me if I'm a little wrong. But uh, as far as I understand it, um, I don't know the exact year, somewhere in the, I think maybe between the 1950s to 90s, somewhere in between the area. I know it's a, a wide gap. There was a, a big, like, essentially a famine going on in China, and people couldn't, you know, there wasn't a lot of food going around. So, so people ate what they uh, could. The government actually did a thing where they were trying to like inspire Chinese people to feel like national pride again. And they started implementing these programs to, so before all of this, there was uh, like the, as far as I understand it, the Chinese policy for um, selling food and like butcheries and stuff, it was all, it was all private or something like that. Something very strange. Mm. Um, it was all government regulated, uh, but eventually they opened it up so that anyone could essentially sell or, or farm for their own food. Something like that. Something and, to inspire people during a time of famine. And what ended up happening was a lot of the locals just farmed what was close by. So a lot of turtle harvesting became common, mm -hmm. and one of them was bats. Because um, bats can grow pretty big. That too. was just a thing, I guess, that was nearby. And anyways, clearly it became normalized to a certain extent, and that's, I guess, a normal-ish thing if you're talking about smaller areas again not really sure it's like having scorpions as a snack or like spiders or crickets i guess it's something that's like locally acceptable yeah um so these bats which are fucking the biggest vectors of disease are bats the biggest vectors i think they're not that was deep, a... but they are a very large one more so than most other animals say, but yes they do carry a lot of stuff yeah so they some guy i guess ate a bat with covid and it spread to the rest of the world. Yes. And uh, now we're in a very interesting time. March 13th was when, like, our government Canadian. officially, like, had a state of emergency. Or, like, acknowledged it in a more official sense. I don't think the state of emergency was until a couple of days ago, right? That was the provincial state of emergency. That was last week, I think. <laughs> but um, basically, it was March 13th. And I only remember that because... For my work, that's the date that we follow. Like, if you buy a policy after that date, then it, you're not covered for COVID. Mm -hmm. um, I work in insurance, by the way. Fun stuff. Uh, yeah, so March 13th is when our government decided that this thing is a big issue. And then it started spiraling from there because, what, now we're at 1,000 cases in Ontario? Um, over 1,000 cases? I think we're over 1,000. Um and yeah, that's we're in Ontario. Like 1,100, right? just Ontario, not counting Canada itself. Yeah. Um, and it's essentially, it's decimated Italy. Um, yeah, Italy has a... Massive much... old population, yeah. and COVID seems to 
really like killing older people. Well, it's not that it likes killing older people. It's more like older people and the immunocompromised susceptible to it. are more susceptible to like dying from, which is essentially a really bad pneumonia. Like you want to hack out your lung kind of pneumonia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So younger people around our age. We can. still get it. We can still we get it. We can still be carriers of it. Sometimes people our age might have it and not even realize it, but it's not essentially it's not as lethal to us. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, in some countries, it's absolutely sweeping and destroying uh, areas. Um, I remember early on, there was a thing where one of the biggest countries that had it was Iran, and they were trying to figure out how the fuck it got into Iran. Yeah, earlier. Like, it was literally like two weeks ago. It's crazy. Yeah. And I was just like, whoa, that's weird, too. Yeah, I think for about four days or so, there was just nonstop reports of people from Iran coming and, and uh, bringing the virus with them. It was yeah. it was pretty crazy. Um, and, and now, you know, many countries in the world are going into big lockdowns. Italy has a huge lockdown right now where they have curfews and everything. Um, for us, it's not that bad. We still are urged by our government to do social distancing, which is basically like stay away from the other people, quarantine yourself in your house, don't go outside unless you really have to. I would still say it's bad here in regards to... It is to, pretty bad. And Businesses with, have had to change. With regards to how we're handling it. Not bad as in we're handling it poorly, but the response is like required. Mm, like It's yes. bad enough to, to warrant that because... Yeah, as you said, they're closing down shops. Um, just today, the premier Dofo um, he made my a boy, Dofo. he he made a statement saying that um, no. So before current, oh my god, I it's been a little bit. I'm a little <laughs> rusty, um, but basically he made a statement saying that as before, there was only uh, gatherings of fifty or more people allowed, and now it's reduced to, to only five, five <laughs> to re- to possibly you know nip in in the bud any possible further spreading. Because through this entire thing, there are some dumbasses who are just like, I'm going to do what I want to do, and are not practicing social distancing, are only really thinking of themselves, and are like, oh, I'm not old or immunocompromised, so I don't need to listen. Yeah, like it, that's that's not how this it's, thing it's works, fucking, man. <laughs> it's wild to me to think that I know people that are like our age, people who are legitimately smarter than me, and <laughs> they're not taking the quarantine stuff seriously. It's like, what if it affects... You know your parents. What yeah, your, it's your, especially your... the people who have like elderly parents, or not even elderly, just like parents. Fifty at home. and above is enough. Yeah, like they go home to them and they don't realize that they're putting them at risk. I, I don't. Or they realize and they don't really like care. I don't know. I don't understand it. It's it's absolutely fucking insane to me. But anyways, some people are unfortunate enough to still are forced to work still. Yes. Um, so that really sucks for others. Currently, we don't know anyone that is caught. Um, We've had a couple of scares, though. Like, my one of my friends um, was working in a library just before the whole shutdown happened. And she started becoming short of breath. And she ended up with a fever, which is one of the two big symptoms of COVID. The other one's being a dry cough. Uh, So she went to the hospital thinking that she just had her, like, asthma come back. And they immediately took her through the ER. Like, she was in and out of that hospital way faster than ever before. And surprisingly, like, they're getting pretty good with testing. Before, they were only testing people who were, like, at risk of dying, so, like, the elderly and the immunocompromised. But now they're testing anybody who shows enough of the symptoms and has, like, more severe symptoms. So anything that fucks with your breathing, they're taking you in. 
Which is what it should be. If you just have a dry cough and a fever, they make you self-quarantine for 14 days. And if it still is bad, then they bring you back and test you. Which is kind of, it's kind of sucky, especially when people are students. Mm -hmm. So when they're living with other students, how do you self-quarantine? Like, do you just not go to the kitchen? Like, like, sorry, sorry, sorry. So when you're saying, like, how do you quarantine with other students? How do you self-isolate when you're living in a group home? Well, I think self-isolation implies you isolate with the people you're living with, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. And, and of course, there are others. There are many people in this situation that are very unfortunate in that they Homeless live people? with people who... No, no, no. Well, obviously, of course. <laughs> but I mean, just with the context of people who live in dorms and stuff, they have to deal with people who, you know, some will take this very seriously and who will self-quarantine, but others won't. You know, they, they will, I know I've heard stories of students who are currently living on campus and their their roommates aren't taking this seriously. They're going out every single day. They're saying the thing where Well, now like, that like clubs and bars and stuff have been shut down, I think it's going down a little bit more, but that's not stopping house parties, you know? Yes, yes. I actually... Um, one of my friends I just saw on his um, his uh, Instagram story that uh, there's a there's like a street a block party happening right outside his his apartment. Oh my god! Or his house or whatever. It's like what the fuck. But yeah, no. Some some people are aren't in good situations in that they're they have a, a roommate they're not too close with and they're going out. They're compromising. Um, you know, you have homeless people. I don't know how homeless people are dealing with this at all. Yeah, I was uh, looking at a bunch of videos and stuff of. Uh people who are discussing how this affects the homeless population because I saw a video, um, it was out of the UK, but basically there was a big thing in the UK, but none of the homeless people really knew until it was too late. Yeah, that's crazy. Because they don't have access to news at the same pace that we do unless you have a phone, right? You know, I kind of, I was under the impression that as a homeless person, one of the first things they get is a phone. Because I see a lot of homeless people with phones. Depends. Like, not every homeless person is the same, of course. Like, a lot of them have, like, other priorities. Or they are trying to support another person. Or they just don't have the capacity to do so. And there was a big question in the UK that was, like, how do you quarantine? How do you practice social distancing when you're homeless and your entire, like, livelihood depends on other people giving you money like some people in my program are still working because we're in the mental health care field a lot of people have been working in shelters um and a lot of them because they're the newest hires are like pulling 14 hour shifts and they're the ones who are really really high at risk for getting this Mm -hmm. because they're they can't social distance from people who are in need like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now with the whole shortage of like medical protection supplies and stuff like that, like it's insane. Yeah, it's it's a pretty, and uh, I, I, I'm trying to choose my words carefully here. Please understand the way I'm saying this, but it's a very interesting time. <laughs> it is. I'm not saying it's cool or anything, but it's very intriguing in that, um, you know. We're in, in the in middle my, of a historical event. Yeah, in my 25 years of living, of course, I've never experienced something like this and in my like parents Y2K lives, they've was, never experienced anything like this it's crazy y2k was too long ago for us to actually remember we were like infants and y2k wasn't even that bad y2k what what was that was it, it was, was a, a scare some people doomsday prepped but nothing came of it this is mm-hmm. like a this well, something actually came for it because i remember the whole 2012 the world is ending thing that people was so were, fucking stupid i hate people that. were doomsday prepping then too my mom bought emergency candles Emergency candles. Emergency. That's what my mom need. also bought toilet paper this time around. I am not. Wait, she was house. part of the 
Toilet paper craze? Yes. Did she buy a lot? I don't know, and I do not want to know. Mm. <laughs> this is knowledge that I will live longer not knowing. This may be forgotten in the future, so just so that uh, anyone who may be listening to this in, in maybe a year or something, that right, right now, one of the most popular things to do in preparation for coronavirus I don't know why. is <laughs> to buy a fuckload of toilet paper. People are stocking toilet paper like hundreds at a time it's insane I, it's so weird yeah uh any asian person any like south asian person is just like just wash your ass but i guess toilet paper is a commodity but it's not like we're low on toilet paper the toilet paper companies are just restocking like they they don't have a problem <laughs> and it's actually interesting you're seeing a lot of scumbags come out of the woodworks because what they're doing is reselling they're, they're sweeping store shelves buying t- Tons of toilet paper and hand sanitizer, and they're reselling it for high prices, as well as uh, masks, um, N95 masks, I remember masks. this morning I was reading something that Doug Ford um, said to the press, and he was just like, I have zero tolerance for these people who are doing that, which I honestly commend because that in itself is generating business, but it's not good business in a time like this. It's Ontario, it's open for business. Well, that's the thing. That's going directly against something that Doug Ford is very passionate about and i i hate doug ford but i will give him that i can't say i'm a big fan of him either but he would be the the world's biggest idiot if he didn't condemn you mean donald trump not quarantining uh new york the states is a whole other issue apparently <laughs> um new york city is the highest um has the highest rate or amount of people dying <laughs> getting um covid and I, I believe I'm not I'm not 100% sure like they're around like a hundred thousand whereas the GTA here um, you know just just in Ontario rather we're only in a thousand that's that's an entire New York province. is just very... think of how fucking big Ontario is we're at a thousand and well, New, New York, York has the population 000. to do that New York has like a very very dense population and like very very little opportunity to social distance even if you are living in an apartment even if you do have your own place well i mean you do have plenty of opportunity to social distance if you live in an apartment just don't leave your fucking apartment you can we're living in 2020 guys you can just order your groceries <laughs> like it's not that hard it's really not a stretch to say that it'd be easy to social distance but then again i suppose i not everyone's in the work. same situation but i will say i you know i can only assume that new york's like economy, there there are people there are living within a similar realm to Toronto's, and if that's true, it shouldn't be that difficult. I truly think the reason why they are at such an unprecedented high number, of course, taking into consideration population density and all that stuff, is that their their municipal government and their I guess state government just didn't make it a, a serious enough thing for the general population. Yeah, until it's too late. It's all very retroactive when it comes to like the U.S. Um, even Canada, they reacted a little bit too late. Honestly, I don't know what the fuck the U.S. is doing right now. <laughs> I don't usually know what the fuck the U.S. is doing. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's been a very interesting time. So for me, um, at, at my work, we've we've all my my office, we've all quarantined ourselves, and we've all been working from home. And I've been doing it now for about two weeks. Has it been two weeks? Yeah, it's about two weeks. Yeah. I've also transitioned to working from home, but I also do have a couple of friends who are either nurses or their companies just haven't shut down. So one of my friends works in a factory and she still has to go to work. And basically she's wearing a makeshift hazmat suit, not even the proper supplies. I'm very concerned. <laughs> yeah, no, I have a couple of friends who are working as nurses and as well just 
working at the moment and you know obviously my heart's out with them i hope that they are safe and uh washing their hands frequently but um personally speaking of course you know i we're talking about our friends that to go out there and work and we're talking about our comfortable asses working from home every single day on yeah. fucking salary blah 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 check my privilege bullshit whatever at first i thought to myself that uh being under quarantine for for two weeks and or possibly longer would be very easy. Like, oh yeah, just staying from home, that's no problem. I, yeah, originally I, mean, I forgot that they just said, oh yeah, you're just gonna be working from home for two weeks. Yeah, that's that's what the initial plan was, yeah. to, to work just from home until whatever, this all died down. I think pretty much everyone thought that this would go away relatively quickly, but uh... Uh, and just this is just speaking for my scenario, um, we could be possibly looking at a quarantine until like June or pardon me june or july uh and that's obviously a long time given that it's just hitting april now yeah um, it's like not even april yet and months in quarantine we've already had a bunch of like cases of people being extremely depressed extremely anxious just hold up in their own apartments because not everybody is fortunate enough to have another person in quarantine like we're lucky that you and i are together during quarantine like Imagine the people who are living by themselves and aren't as comfortable being with themselves and their main motivation every day is to go outside. Yeah, it sucks for people that have to um, weather this uh, by themselves. So uh, it, it, it's pretty it's pretty crazy times right now. I, you know, I'm only two weeks in, not even a full month yet. And I can't even possibly imagine going all the way until June or July. Like in my head, I'm still rationalizing that this will, you know, I'll be back at work by next month and everything. Maybe I will. I, I highly doubt it, um, just given that it's a virus. So, you know, we'll want to maintain this isolation until we can know for a fact that... Uh, we either long. have, like, drugs that work against it or we have an antiviral vaccine. Yeah, because I'm not... I'm, I'm 100% not going to go see my grandma anytime soon. Like, I don't want to be the person who will accidentally spread that to her without realizing that I have, you know, coronavirus, COVID. Yeah. So it's it's pretty crazy times right now. Um, you know, when we go to grocery stores, the pretty much like all of the shelves, or not all of the shelves, but select areas have nothing left. Especially the non-perishables. Yeah, cans. And only certain amounts of people are allowed in at a time. There's like a doorman that's almost like a bouncer, right. which is really just like a 19-year-old beanpole boy. Yeah, <laughs> like any any grocery store, shoppers, drug mart, essentially like an essential business. Yeah, they all have a person who stands by the door and regulates how many people are going inside and outside of a shop at once even the checkout lines there's like designated spaces so that people keep their distance from each other while they're going on these essential runs to get goods um oh, that's our that's eating, our bean eating something um, and you know the big the big thing i think that's um the big concept that's coming out of coronavirus that i think we'll we'll probably be seeing a lot more of oh for a fact we'll be seeing more of but possibly in the future too is social distancing. I think social distancing wasn't something that was, you know, in our in our uh, paradigms, our our, our thoughts and minds. <laughs> our use of thoughts. At a, at any point, no one was thinking I need to maintain social distancing two months ago. I mean, unless you are a person who is severely immunocompromised and had to like practice this on the, your own, like most like people don't really understand how long they can go for social distancing and how to take care of themselves while doing so. Right. Other than that very small 1% margin, most people, if not, most people don't even know, didn't yeah. even know about the concept of social distancing. 
And I think just now people here in, in Toronto, at least, are taking it seriously now. Um, well, and the people who, like, actually study biology and immunology and crap like that, because there are there have been previous pandemics, not nearly as big, but that's one of the best ways to stop people from catching the virus. Right. Like, one person who stops the spread, like, will prevent at least, like exponential amounts of people getting the virus yeah all i'm saying is most like 99 percent of people don't understand that though mm. like most people just don't understand that like the all. regular joe exactly which is why we're seeing so many people catch coronavirus because they don't understand the, the concept of it i think some people understand but they just assume that it's not going to be them it's that like oh everybody but me in my opinion that's a lack of understanding mm. um i think there's a difference between a lack of understanding and just like an ignorance of like willful ignorance Willful ignorance, but also like the understand the lack of I I can't do my words right now, <laughs> but like just the idea that it's not going to be you that you're not a potential vector uh, in this. It's just like oh I'm not going to be the one. Right. Um. Who who was it? It was it was either Tory Ford or or uh, Trudeau. One of them was saying that um you know I've more or less we're putting your four foot we're putting our collective feet down on the <laughs> people feats. on the people who are saying that we're invincible and this kind of thing. Yeah. And, you know, the hard stance is you're fucking staying in quarantine or else, I don't know, yeah. the police will have to enforce it somehow. I think now there's like a fine if you do actually have one of those big gatherings. Um, they're rolling it out now to like an official thing. For me, during quarantine, uh, I work 12-hour shifts and I've never worked a 12-hour shift from home before. I think I was going more crazy doing a 12-hour shift at home than I was at the office. When I do 12-hour shifts at the office, I get up, I walk around, and it's, like, not my house, so I still am, like, a little bit more, like, busy in my mind. When I'm at home and I'm just sitting at the desk, I don't have that need to get up and walk around. And it's very dangerous for me, and that's something that I caught for myself, that, like, I need to keep that same routine for me to not burn out during a 12-hour shift. Yeah, I've, I've definitely, actually, 100% encountered a lot of issues when it comes to working from home. Uh, I have a very set routine after working at my, my work for over a year now. I get to work at 9 a.m., I drop off all of my food in the fridge for lunch, I grab a coffee, and I fill up my water bottle, I sit down and clear my face, and, so I start, <laughs> and then I start doing some work. Not sexually. I, I mean, I yes, not sexually. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know that that's my schedule. I you know I go take a shit at eleven. It's just it's just <laughs> your eleven o'clock shit. It's, it, yes, it's all fixed, right? And within that time, within those those frames of time, I have those times where I'm most productive, to least productive. Uh, and you know, working from home disrupts not only my workflow but also just my own schedule of life in general. Yeah, you've been sleeping really late and like trying to wake up at the same time. It's it's tough, it's yeah. tough. And uh, the worst part is my concentration breaks very often at home just because I'm so comfortable. When I'm at when I'm at work, not only am I you know, dressed a little nicer. You that also I... have that social pressure of like, I'm in an office environment and like people are there, so I must work as well. Exactly, it's not like, it's not like um, a, a, a present thing in my mind, I'm just, because I have my coworkers and my colleagues around me, I will work more. That's why I used to like working in the library when I was back in university because it was like the air of productivity. Like everybody could be watching Netflix for all I care. But if everybody like looks busy to me, I feel that inner pressure for me to also be doing something. And it helps a little bit for my concentration to keep me going for those like late night study sessions. It's funny. I, I, I 
was the opposite. Like I could do work in the library, but I did my work best um, in one of the like outside public tables and like the lobbies and mm. and stuff like that. That's where I did my work best. Not not in a. I think a nowadays library. I do my work best when I'm at a cafe. I cannot do work at home. Surprisingly, I can do work at home sometimes. I I lose my concentration about just as much as you do when I'm at home. And mm. now that I can't actually go out and go to a cafe, I've been experiencing a lot of productivity loss. Like, I only did one assignment yesterday. Yeah, I've I been, have, like, seven. I've been trying to get on your ass to do your work. And you're like, yeah, All of later. them are late. <laughs> I, I Somehow, I think you're worse at working than home than I am. Yeah, I used to be really good at it, but that's only because I was forced into it when I was living at my parents' house. Like, I didn't always have the opportunity to go out. Mm-hmm. So, like, I had to adjust. But now that I had the option to go out into like my ideal work environment and that's been taken away from me and I'm like oh <laughs> it's not a good feeling <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah but but in general the quarantine for me hasn't been nearly as damaging I would say to my psyche because I very much am comfortable being alone by myself for a while like I will need human interaction Other every once me. in a while yeah every once in a while but I'm very comfortable like biding my own time and finding things to do like not even just boredom, but, like, I don't really start, like, spiraling if there's nobody around me. But that's just because, at heart, I am very much an introvert. Uh, I think that's very different for you. <laughs> uh, I, I think, bef- if you asked me four years ago how I'd characterize myself with regards to the introvert, introversion and extroversion, mm-hmm. I would easily, at a snap, say that I'm an extrovert. Oh, yeah. Um, but over the years, I've... You've mellowed out. I, I don't know. I hesitate to use the word um, matured. I think I have matured to a certain extent, but but uh, correlating maturity with introversion and extroversion is wrong, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I will say that I think I have most certainly mellowed out over these years. I think I'm still more on the tendency towards extroversion. I think and as a result, I still do want to go out very often. I think you're a lot more comfortable with yourself now too, which leans a little bit more to your introvertedness. I suppose, but uh, I, I just will say to the point of being comfortable with being at home and stuff like that, I I don't dislike, you know, obviously I, I love being able to come back to my own place and live in my own place. So mm. I think that helps a lot. It would be certainly fantastic to be living at home right now and have my mom make me dinner every day instead <laughs> of to make my own. Um, but, you know, it's pretty great that I just get to wake up and walk around my apartment naked or, <laughs> or in underwear, um, just kind of chilling and do our own thing. So... Um, I think you do kind of get a little bit jittery, though, after an extended amount of time of, say, like, not talking to me. So I have periods when I need to have alone time in order to recharge. And sometimes our schedules don't overlap, like, our periods don't sync. And I very much don't want attention, and you very much want attention. I think I probably want attention 95% of the time that I'm awake. I am about 75 25 split yeah. 75% of the time I am very comfortable being alone yeah most of the time I just want to either talk or be in the presence of someone else I don't have to necessarily be talking but uh anyways we're not facing any domestic issues here she's no, not we're very I'm not beating her up yeah no we're we're very privileged in the sense that like we have each other here we have enough food in our pantry we don't have to continuously keep going out yeah um we can both work from home and not lose our jobs. The amount of people who have been losing their jobs. It's crazy. It's crazy. Oh my God. Any part-time worker that has a shitty manager or a shitty like corporate system 
any like person who works gigs, anyone who like is a performer, all of these things are canceled. Anybody who works at venues, like not just people's extra cash, these are people's like livelihoods sometimes. And it's going to be very interesting how the economic situation is going to turn out after this because you're going to have a bunch of people in debt. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a crazy time, but uh you know, like everyone else is saying, we're all in this together in in, in getting getting past this whole COVID stuff. Um, and after after a little bit, it'll be back to normal. So uh, from here, you know, we're going to try our best to continue recording on the podcast and publishing episodes. Uh, we're going to have an episode ready for next week. Um, and hopefully what we'll be able to do is um, at the end of every show, we'll just provide a very short uh, shit story. That's to come. That's to come. I was going to say a very short update on how things have been going with COVID just because I think uh, for archive purposes, it would be interesting to go back and hear in these unprecedented times what our thoughts are and what's also happening. Also a shit story. Yes, we have heard some pretty insane shit stories. And that is, in the literal sense, stories of people taking shits. But we yeah. don't want to spoil anything yet. So How about we start off with our own and then we can get our friends to give us theirs? Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> How about you go first, since you're more of the lead on this episode? Uh, okay. Give um, me your worst or more, more. Give me your worst or most interesting shit story. Okay. Um. Way back when I was a wee little lad, uh, probably Stop. of the tender age of five. When I, no, maybe not five, seven. When I was but a nubile young boy. Please stop describing <laughs> yourself. <laughs> uh, yes. I don't like this. I was very smooth. Stop. Uh, You're back, still very smooth. Back in the day, I I don't know I don't exactly remember where I was going, but I was with my uncle and my cousin. It, it must have been some sort of zoo, either the Riverdale slash Riverside or or the High Park. I don't remember. I just remember animals. We were at some place outside. And I really had to take a shit. It's real bad. Everyone's been there, okay? If you, everyone's been in the scenario where your stomach hurts or you know you're prairie dogging. If you don't know what prairie dogging means, that means Google your it. shit's coming in and oh, out okay. of or your no. asshole. Okay, <laughs> that's what prairie dogging means. All right, so everyone's been there. You, if you, if you're telling me that you've never you haven't had a, a scenario where you had to take a crap and there's no washrooms, you're a fucking liar, and I'll hunt you down. Um, so I was having one of those scenarios. It was real bad. So I told my uncle that I had to use the washroom. Um, I don't remember how we ended up here, but I went to some public washroom. To best illustrate it, I would say, imagine a washroom that you would find at a beach. Kind of like that. That's like, gross. I it, just imagine sand. Yeah, something along those or lines. Dirt. That's kind of what the washroom looked like, right? It was like a concrete washroom, not very large. Very public. <laughs> one or two stalls. So I go in little seven-year-old nubile me imagine me taking my pants off and i sat down on the toilet uh, i don't want to imagine and this. i took a shit uh you know what never mind don't imagine seven-year-old me <laughs> taking a shit uh afterwards <laughs> after the um deed was done i went over to look at the toilet paper and if what i recall is correct there was not much left on top of the fact that it was one ply paper to uh, best yes i love public just, infrastructure just so that you can imagine this what I felt in my young hands. Imagine tissue paper, right? <laughs> paper that is so thin and so weak that you can literally pierce it with your finger. Imagine 
wiping your sweaty summer ass, <laughs> caked with shit, with fucking one ply, with one ply paper, that's one piece a, of a one ply. It's equivalent of tissue paper. Think of the finger penetration. Okay, so I shit, I, I wiped. I'm sure I did a really bad job because what I remember is I washed my hands and I left that washroom. My ass was mad itchy. It was, it was itchy. It felt bad. It was not a good time. It was probably like the same consistency as like sandpaper on your ass. I, I mean, it was bad. It was bad. It was thin. <laughs> There's a major chafe going on I there. I don't think I cleaned everything up. That's what I'm mainly trying to say here. Ugh. Okay. So I remember going into my uh, my uncle's car and I, I don't remember if we were already going somewhere or I just got in there and he asked me if I was okay. But I just remember saying that like they were out of toilet paper and he was like, what do you mean they're out of toilet paper? And I think I said something along the lines of, you know, just that uh, I went to the washroom there. Uh, I used what toilet paper I could and that was all I can do. Yeah. So I I, I think what happened was we, we ended up driving to some, I don't know, like a Tim Hortons or something back in the day. And I, I, I ended up just wiping my ass there. It wasn't that bad. But the main thing is I think I, 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 I pennied myself. You pennied? Yeah, some penny trash. Oh. Not of my asshole, but of uh, toilet paper. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure I touched shit, and that's disgusting to me. I I will say... Did it smell when you were in the car? I can imagine it being that way, but I'm too young. I was too young to remember. I am too young. <laughs> I am too young. Um, But, yeah, that's, like, the worst shit story I have. Personally, it's not very bad, but we have heard of some recently that are fucking terrible disgusting they and were terrible they're gonna be great to hear on air so that's stay it. tuned guys that's it for my shit story i think that's it for this episode um victoria do you have any closing remarks uh take care of yourselves while you're in quarantine and practice social distancing or else i will come and find you and break your legs with a bat that's it you've heard it here first uh if you don't practice social distancing one of the two of legs. us will come and break your legs and force you into social distancing. And if you get a wheelchair, I will break your wheels. <laughs> um, other than that, have a great day. We're glad to be back, guys. Um, again, we're going to be back at you guys next week. Um, you guys can find our podcast on... As usual, you can find our podcast on Anchor, Breaker, uh, Radio Public, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We also have a Instagram. We have an email. All of our social media is at... 22 Tango Podcast. It's 22 Tango Podcast. Follow up and let's go through this quarantine together, guys. Alright, guys. Well, see you later. Peace. And peace! peace.